0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Grange TV. We have a very special guest with us, uh, the number two flyweight in the world, Mr. Brandon Moreno, who's fighting November 22nd for us, November 21st for him. Thank you so much, sir. And this is like only a few few weeks before your fight. So thank you so much for for taking the time out and and doing the interview with us.
1: No, man, thank you for the space. Thank you for, for your time, of course. Um, you un mensaje especial para
0: la gente que habla español. Vamos a ser lo capaz Eso. en los dos idiomas, en español y en inglés en Eso. diferentes momentos. Um, so un abrazo just like you that you speak Spanish. Um, we're just saying that uh at times we may do this in Spanish and English for the people that speak Spanish and Brandon just said a big hug to all the people that speak Spanish as well. Um, Brandon, tell us your fight with uh, Brandon Ro- Revelle that's coming up, you're fighting on the undercard and also you have your eye, I'm sure, on the main event. So let's kick off with uh, your opponent, Brandon Revelle.
1: I mean, I have an, an important fight, you know. Brandon Revelle ha- has two fights in the company. He looks impressive in both, uh, in both performance, you know, against Tim Elliot and KKR France. She looks very well, like aggressive, brave. I always try to go forward and um, trying to make some uh crazy submission. you know, so I'm excited for the fight. I'm focused and rather rebelble, but I know if i if I win this fight, I can go the next for the title.
0: How do you see yourself matching up with him because he's he is like unorthodox, he's crazy, he's always doing different attacks, which I think are a massive advantage, but can also be a little bit of a disadvantage. How, how do you see it?
1: I think this fight is, is the is the real main event of the of the card. You know, this the style of Brandon and my style also uh, are pretty similar. I think so. You know, because we, we are brave too. I mean, I'm from Mexico. I'm brave and I I love the 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 fist fight. So. Uh, Brandon Royal in his last his last fight in the company looks impressive, very brave, and I'm the same too. You know, I'm trying always to go forward to 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 kill somebody. So let's see, let's let's see uh, November twenty first uh, in the night. But I think that fight can be the 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 fight of the night, of course.
0: I I honestly think so too. I've been looking forward to it. It, it was very lucky for me, very very lucky because I. <laughs> I was able to get both of you to be on the podcast. He's gonna be on the podcast next, thanks to your yes, manager. Sir. So massive thank you to Ed actually. Um he he's the one that put it all <laughs> together. So massive thank you. Share a common he's opponent. Guy. Oh, he is, isn't he? He is. Um you share a common opponent in Kai Cara, France. Um yes. what do you take from that?
1: I mean, I think I mean I think he was more aggressive with with his uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu in that fight for me. For example, I tried to make an statement. You know, if you know, if you watch my my career, UFC uh, uh, released me from the company, uh, so I come back and and fall against Oscar Askar in Mexico City. Have a draw against him. So in that fight, I tried to make something to make something different in, on on my style uh, fight style because I always try to go for the submission, too, you know. I'm a Brazilian Jitsu guy, but now my striking, my boxing, my kicks looks impressive, too. So, that fight, I tried to make in a statement, so I, I got to the decision. I mean, I think the fight was very clear very clear for me. And the fight between Brandon Roybal and Kaker France, you know, like, very close, just... Ka, try a, a, a bad uh, takedown. Brandon Revel take the moment and get the submission, get the guillotine and that's it. I mean it's, it's, this sport is part, it's about the styles, you know and and that's it.
0: okay, speaking of styles and matchups, how do you feel oh, yes. that you match up with DeVason or um alex uh, Alex Perez? depending on uh, who wins there? Oof. Let's go with the I mean, first. I, yeah, I know, I know I you mean, got Brandon first now, and that's all you're thinking about, but we're just the alcohol talking now. Just how do you, how do you match up?
1: <laughs> no, but you know what? It's curious because I think Figueredo and Alex Perez are very similar too, you know, like tough, I always go forwards, uh, a lot of power in his in both hands. So I think Figueredo uh will will win against Alex Perez. But I'm not surprised if Alex Perez can make the upset, you know? I don't know, but I love my style. I'm very fast. I am very fast. My I'm more technical than both guys. More and more technical. I know that and I'm so sure of that. I know they, they have power, but I have speed. I have power. And, um, and not just in my hands, but I have power in all my body and not all my skills. So... I don't know, but I'm focusing. Football, but I'm excited for for my future right now.
0: Absolutely, in the fight with um with Kai, I saw that you were throwing this a combination that kind of stepping in and throwing that left high kick. If you if you remember, is that something you worked on specifically for Kai? Was this something you'd seen in his game that let made him susceptible to that left high kick?
1: Yeah, definitely was specific for for Kai. You know, he has uh, he's a guy. Uh, for uh he always tried to to throw one punch a hard punch you know so i tried to throw a lot of uh, left kicks to his his head even when even when he blocked the kick he was always like taking care about me about my kicks he was always taking care about my my counter for example so yeah, that was a that was an, an a specific specific uh, game plan for him, and and it worked, you know. Uh, the the fight was nice, was really good, almost the the fight of the night. You know that night was the uh, Usman against Kobe Covington. You know the the main event, but it was a, a a nice fight for uh, between us.
0: I, I thought I thought it was a great fight. Honestly, it was a really really good fight. Um, I think that you kind of pulled away from him towards the end of the fight though you you re- really pulled away um where does that come from where does your your ability and and or want to fight coming forward the way you did where does that come from has has it always been there
1: <laughs> because in mexican brother we are we are we are very famous for example in boxing you know i don't know terrible morales Cesar chavez. Uh, Antonio Margarito, Juan Manuel Marquez. If you watch all these guys, they have the same style. You know, I would go forward, very brave, throw punches, doesn't care if they take some damage. Always if the, he can go forward again. So that's it. I mean, that, that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm Mexican and I'm brave and I, and I love this sport and I love throw punches with other guys.
0: When when did you know that you were like that? When did uh, because you started training? How old? Twelve years old. When did you go? I've got a good chin okay. and I like it. I like this.
1: Oh, maybe I don't have an a, a specific moment for me, you know. But for example, am I in the in the training in the, in the sparring in the sparring day? Uh, I need to make sparring with a. Uh, with a big guys because I don't have a ply too much ply in my in my camp in my in my in my gym so I need to make sparring with 135 uh, even 145 sometimes so I I don't when they throw me a punch directly to my face I I, I don't feel like real damage I I don't feel really um uh, danger in that moment so maybe I after my release. After my releases, of the company I tried. I tried to make some some more striking. You know, like I say before, I I'm a a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. So, but I try to put more skills on my game, and my striking looks very well right now because I'm great and I know I can support damage. You know, maybe uh, since the fight against Askarov in Mexico City, know about you know, I can support the damage. I can go for. I can. Exchange punches with other guys. Maybe in that moment was uh, the the correct moment when I know I knew, um, I, I I love to throw punches with the with the people. Okay,
0: where where do you train? Like, what's your training like? Where who do you train with? Where where do you train? Do you train in Mexico all the time? Yes, tell us about this. R-
1: yeah, right now my my training camp is in Mex- Mexico in Tijuana. It's very close to the border with uh, with United States. I mean it's Tijuana the border and California the you know San Diego and the the gym the name is uh Entram gym my my head coach is Raul Arbizu. he's a black belt from uh, Dean Lister Dean Lister won like three times the the ADCC, and you know he's amazing so I train with Teco Quinones. For example, my 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 training partner Teo Quinones, who uh, will fight this uh, tomorrow Saturday against Louis Smoker. So I train with him. I I have a lot of different training partners who not uh, are not in the you know UFC, but have a a lot of record and, and they fall in different amazing companies. So we have an amazing team right right now in 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 Tijuana and i mean right now i'm the i think the more the guy with more name in in the gym with uh with my training partner teko but we have a lot of good training partners uh in the gym in tijuana okay do you
0: do you box with a with a boxing gym or do you is that all in house in the same gym
1: no actually actually when I'm start to to do uh, box, I'm starting in a in other place, you know, in a, in another uh, boxing boxing gym. But now my 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 coach, my head coach, Raul Arvizo, making a huge uh, gym. In a huge gym, we have a, like a, a strength and conditioning. We have a a huge mat to make, you know, grappling, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, a striking too, and he put another floor uh, to uh, to put some rings, of boxing ring. Put a lot of stuff, you know, heavy bags. And my my boxing coach come came to uh, my team, and now he's the the boxing coach in 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 Gym. Also,
0: that 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 worked out really well. Your original boxing coach has now. Is there a boxing program in that gym now, like a- an actual program yes sir,
1: yes, sir. Uh, you know right now we have we have everything in, in our gym you know my strength and conditioning uh, coach is there in, is there in my gym my, i mean obviously my head coach and my boxing coach and my, and that is my team all my team is in the same spot in the same place training with me
0: man that is pretty cool man that that's um, can you tell us a little bit? Then you, you grew up in you grew up in. It's called Baja California. California yes, sir. Which is it part I, of Tijuana. It, yes, sir. Okay. Um, and is it true that your family had a piñata business?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, all my life I live uh, around uh, piñatas. You know, my fathers have an, a piñata company, and and um, they. Build the piñatas and sell sell it in in San Diego or Los Angeles, in, you know, in California.
0: Right, 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 right. Did um, were you gonna take part of the family business? Like, what what was your what was the original plan for you?
1: I mean, at, at first, when when I'm I, before to start this sport like a professional, I work a little bit with my with my parents, you know, just helping and some stuff. You know, I I was very good. Bud- very bad, uh, building piñatas to be honest. <laughs> I was very, very bad, but you know, I tried to do something, to do something, but you know, right now my mind is completely, uh, in the gym in you know, in my own business, what is the hard business, uh, maybe in the future, you never know, you never, never know, but I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think the, the business of my parents, uh, I go with my brother. Actually, my brother maybe can get the company. <laughs> What's the name of the company? Um, Piñatas Moreno, easily. Piñatas
0: Moreno. Um, yes, sir. Can you tell us what it was like growing up in, in Tijuana? What it was like? What, like, what did you do? Who, who were you as a kid? If we were in high school together, say, 15 years old, if we we're at school together, you're 15, who were you? Which kid were you?
1: Um... I mean, grow grow up in Tijuana is was nice, very nice because I love Tijuana. There it exists a lot of nice things about Tijuana, different to other I don't know other city in Mexico, you no, know? because we are very close to the to the border, and it's funny. I mean, not funny, but a lot of different uh, uh, um, people from I don't know from Honduras to you know to South. South America, try to cross the border from Tijuana. Ah, but, okay, but a lot of times, I mean, I think not ninety uh, percent of the of the of the situation of the time they can't cross the border, and uh, stay in Tijuana. So right now we have a lot of a different uh, kind of uh, cultures there, you know, and that makes that makes. Too much. That makes a lot because I don't know in the food, in the el turismo, tourism, 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 in, in everything. So you know, it's, man, if you go to, to Tijuana, you can see like a, a fusion of cultures very, very well, very, very nice. For example, I love the I love to eat in Tijuana because we have a lot of kind of different uh, food. And it's amazing, you know, and, and it's just one one of the, a lot of different things I can say about Tijuana. It's amazing.
0: Is it safe? Like, in, you hear a lot of stuff, we hear on the news, we hear a lot of stuff about Mexico, Tijuana, et cetera, da, 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 da. And in Tijuana in particular, we hear st- sometimes stuff. So
1: what's it like living there? <laughs> I mean, I need to, I mean, I need to be honest with you, bro. I mean, it's a Third world country you know it's, it's mexico we have problems of, of course when we have narco traffic we have drugs obviously but if you if you don't go to to bad places you don't have problems do you understand i mean for example me I, I I don't have any single uh bad history about my 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 city about tijuana you know but if you ask two other guys, you know, who I don't know, I don't know, guys who go to some uh, bad place or maybe a lot of la- live nights, something like that. You know, they can. Uh, when you say live, you live nights, a what's
0: what's a live night? ¿Qué es eso? El que, live? Como,
1: como hacer, Es que en Tijuana hay mucha vida nocturna. Uh-huh. Hay muchos bares. ¿Si entiendes? Sí. Entonces, híjole, si yo, I don't have any any bad history and, and any bad movement in my my city because I mean I go to the gym and I go to my home then, you know. Of for example, the weekends I go to the movie theater. I mean. Before the pandemic, I went to the movie theater. I went to some uh, restaurant. Take my family to the restaurant, eat something, and that's it. You know.
0: Yeah. Just just to clarify, so when he was referring to live nights, he means like uh, nights out at um you know at a dance uh, nightclubs, whatnot. That that's what he's talking yeah. about. Um. So yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Nah, all right. He. And so then. You, you've got a family now, eh? You've got a, a wife and two daughters. How old are your daughters? Three daughters. Three daughters. Three daughters. How old are yeah. your kids?
1: The, the last one born in September. Oh, congratulations, man. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So the first, the first one ha, has a six years old. The second one has two years old. And, and the new one has one month and, and a half. How do you juggle that? Cause, oh I, I
0: i have a daughter as well now i have a i have a, a one year old she's she's one today actually not today oh. in two days but we're celebrating hey, today
1: congr- congrats bro.
0: thank you thank you she's uh but but they work man they're a lot of hard work how do you how do you juggle that
1: with with training no my my wife helped me too much helped me a lot with that you know for example right now she's along with my three kids in the house so i know she's she's like uh she's she has right now a lot of stress, you know, she's, she's mad maybe, but, uh, I love my wife, my wife because she helped me too much with everything. You know, just not my, my kids is about everything, you know, my, everything. She helped me too much. And, and, and I love her. It's hard, you know, I try sometimes to rest because, uh, the train, the training camp, for example, is really hard, but, I go back to my home after after the training. I need to and I need to help my wife too, you know? Because she, she cares of my three kids all day. So she, she needs sometimes a, a, a brief, a a huge brief. Yeah. My yeah. three
0: kids. Um and people don't realize that as well, they eh? like the the kids are a lot of work. That's yeah. a full time job, just that in in of itself. Course in itself and they don't care like my my daughter now she's got a a cold and and um she doesn't care she'll come straight like this far away from me and go (coughs) and cough (laughs) cough in my mouth she doesn't care you know (laughs) and if she's sick she doesn't care you gotta you've still gotta be there for her and work you know it's it's a lot of work man like with with the kids what what was growing up with with your family like? You say you have a brother. Do you have any brothers and sisters like other than your brother?
1: Yeah, I have my my youngest uh, sister. She's uh, thirty seven. My my brother is thirty three. Yes, and me I'm twenty six. So yeah, I had two, two, two brothers, uh, my parents, and it was nice. I I was a, I was a very happy kid to be honest.
0: What what made you so, so? What what kicked off the martial arts journey? How did that begin?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Actually, if you ask ask some, I don't know, friend from elementary school or or high school, they never thought i I will be a, I will be a, a a professional fighter. You know. I'm started just because I want I wanted to lose weight at 12 years old I was a fat guy. Were you very you very know? fat or or too much? No, no, very very fat but yeah, you know. What's that? What did you say? Tenía mi, mi panza. Fat ah, fat. La panza, he had a belly. He had yeah. a belly, yeah. Um You know, so I'm uh, and, and to I I try to, you know, spend my time in something in something good too, you know, because uh, after, after the school, after the elementary school, I, I go to my, hu- I went to my house and, and eat and take some cookies, soda, you know, and, and start to play video games. And that's it. But yeah, I finished my, my elementary school. I, I, I went to the middle, middle school. But before I tried to get some place to train, at first, I tried to do like capoeira or, Karate, karate karate yeah but i don't know i saw the i actually entering gym is my is my first gym ever you know i I went to a lot of different places around the around the united state and train but i was my my first uh, gym was entrance gym so i i see you know the the gym in the street. And in that time, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. No, yo no sabía what is uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, what is wrestling, what is kickboxing, or Muay Thai, even. But then the el anuncio, el espectacular, see? So, was very nice, you know, like impressive. The advertisement my, got him.
0: The advertisement got him. Yeah, That's what he said. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So my my mom. Call to the gym, and that's it. I'm. I mean, it's easy. I'm here now. I'm started. I'm started. The sport was hard, fierce, but I, I always remember my first time when I do sparring. One boy, he had like nine, no, ten years old. I, I had twelve at that moment. He kicked me. He killed me. <laughs> he killed me badly. Badly. But I love it. I love I love that moment and I re- I remember that time and it was amazing, you know? And I start to love the sport. I'm start to love the sport and I and I'm here loving the sport again uh, um, also.
0: How is it that you speak English so well? What, what like how, is that everyone in Baja California like that or or not?
1: Man, thank you so much. I, I know it's not it's not perfect, but um, I think all conversation is good, you know? But, yeah, it's, it's normal. It's in, in Baja California, in Tijuana, it's very normal. A lot of people know English. Actually, a lot of uh, Amer- American people from the I mean, United States live in Tijuana because California is one of the most expensive uh, uh, cities in the United States. You know? So a lot of people go to Tijuana, buy a house there, Live in Tijuana and work in the United States, you know, because in in Tijuana is cheaper than uh, than California.
0: How much cheaper is it when you cross the border? Like, cuanto? Es mucho más barato in Tijuana.
1: I mean, to be honest, I don't know. But if you want to buy a house in California, it's like crazy. It's so crazy, you know. Like, if for
0: no, but, but uh, even day-to-day uh, buying stuff.
1: Oh, but... Uh, I mean, the food, the food is so expensive in, in California. I mean, no, I and mean, not just California. I mean, it's all the United States in comparison with a third world country, you know? You can go to some, to some, I don't know, McDonald's and eat, and eat for, I, like, for $10 maybe? Right, right, right. But, you go to some McDonald's in the United States, and and it's expensive. It's more expensive. You you spend like maybe twenty or thirty dollars here.
0: Okay, so so day to day
1: in Tijuana, it's yeah. half price. So of course, and actually, and actually, Tijuana is one of the most expensive um, cities in Mexico. You right. know, but I mean, if you have the comparison with United States. It's cheaper. <laughs> what
0: What was your journey like with the UFC? Because you went through the Ultimate Fighter house. Did you correct me if I'm wrong? Did you fight in the UFC while you were on the Ultimate Fighter?
1: Yes. How the show was the 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 show was on live, but just, uh, I remember Lois Smolka actually we'll fight, we'll fight um, Sergio Perez but Sergio Perez had an injury in that moment and GMC needed a replacement and uh, the, the company side uh, was uh, was me was me and I take the fight you know was was hard and, and was so excited because Luis Smolka in that moment uh, uh, was the number nine ranking in the flyweight division and me, I was the, the kid who lost in the first uh, episode in the Ultimate Fighter. So and anybody think,
0: nobody thought he was going to win.
1: Exactly. E, e But how, why did they pick you? Why did they pick you? Oh, I mean, the fight was amazing. The fight in the Ultimate Fighter, I, I lost in the second round. By uh, submission, I was really, really tired in that moment. But the fight before was amazing, like like a lot of changes punches. Uh I, I actually in the interview post fight with Daniel White, you know, in the, in the episode of the, the Ultimate Fighters, he said something like he 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 thought I I will uh, I will, won. I was wrong that the fight. You ah, you
0: thought? Eh, pensó que ibas a ganar.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, he uh, Dana White thought he was going to win.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's why they decided to take me to the to the to the UFC.
0: How much easier was it to prepare for the fight? Did you prepare for Luis Smoker with your with your team, or did you prepare in the house for Luis Smoker? I
1: don't know. In my team, in the team. I mean, the show was on live on TV. But the, the show the the show, I mean, it was over, you know? Ah,
0: okay, 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 okay. Cause I I, I wasn't familiar with that story. Somebody just told me now okay. recently that no, no, no. Uh, how it went. Okay. Training in the house, right? Training the house, yes. And living the, in the house, the, what was that like for you?
1: Oh, that changed my life. It was so different. Um you know was in total was one month and a half, yeah. in the house, no communication with my family, no cell phones, no t v no nothing you know, and I lost my first fight and what i mean was the first fight in the season but what I remember when I before to go to the the ultimate fire I talked with my head coach and we talk about what happened if I lost and he says something like, hey, you are young, so relax. If you lose, come, take the moment like some uh, special training camp, you know? And I do that. I, I, I do that, you know, because I love the fight. And I remember my coach, uh, Joseph Benavides, uh, take a lot of time with me, show me a lot of, a, a lot of different skills, and I improve my uh, I, my, my skills there, you know, I learned too much with a different, uh, with a different coaches. And I trained, for example, uh, with Dwayne Ludwig. I meet, I meet him there. Uh, I meet him there too. Uh, Tilly Villacha, Danny Castillo, Juan Archuleta, who is the, uh, the Pelican champion right now, the Bantamweight division. Uh, I obviously, I meet Joseph Navier. So I, I learned too much there.
0: Was it, was it, Hard for you to be away from your family like that?
1: Yeah, too much. You know, I, I think I'm. A, my mindset is very is very tough. But I I mean, I remember when the the staff from the the Ultimate Fighter, the guys from the, from the, the Ultimate Fighter, give us our cell phones. I call immediately to my wife, and you know that moment was so special for me. I start to cry and. And it feels very emotional in that moment, you know, because you no know, you you know no uh,
0: okay. you don't appreciate those moments until you're in a situation such as that one exactly. where you're away from your family and whatnot. And and at, at what point because you, you were in the UFC, you, you'd had some success, you'd lost a couple of fights, then you were cut from the UFC, then you won a belt in a smaller organization, and then you went back to the UFC. Is is that a correct trajectory? Uh, yes. <laughs> in resume, yes. Can you tell us, because right now when, cuando yo lo digo así, suena, ah, fue tan perfecto. Eh, ta, no te fue bien ganaste otro cinturón, saliste de, de ahí, ganaste otro cinturón y volviste pero obviamente eh, te lo digo en español y después lo voy a decir en inglés eh, y después si sí lo puedes contestar como quieras este, suena todo así, perfecto, muy lindo pero ¿qué estaba pasando en tu mente durante esos momentos? porque entraste al UFC, saliste y ahí muchas veces la gente se puede Caer, pero vos no, caí, vos no caíste, vos ganaste un cinto y después volviste y ahora estás aquí número dos en el mundo. ¿Sí? lo puedo decir en inglés? Um, just in summary, I said to him. Um, so the trajectory was, as I said earlier, so he 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 got into UFC, won you know had a little bit of success, but he got ended up getting cut and then he won a belt and then he went back now to the UFC and he's number two in the world very close to a title shot and I said it. it all sounds great when you hear it like this in hindsight but I'm interested as to if he could speak to the mindset that he had during that because a lot of times that being cut from the UFC after you've worked so hard to get in can crush you. But Brandon has seemed to run with it. So please
1: brother I mean that's why the people say the life is a roller coaster you know. Yeah yeah everything sounds like like amazing like uh like a uh, history very nice history about some fighter who who tried to get success in this hard sport you know but i remember when when i lost my first fight in in ufc against Sergio perez in, in mexico city what well, i mean before that everything was amazing you know uh, ufc take me to the to the to the capital of, of the country to mexico city I love. I, I do a lot. lot of uh, media media stuff. You know, a lot of interviews, a lot of cameras, a lot of uh, talk with a lot of uh, a lot of people. Uh, I was the main the, the main event. I, I mean, imagine that. I mean, I was the main event of the uh, one of the card of the UFC. Was amazing. Was very very nice. But I lost the fight. I remember that fight was hard for me because I had a, a lot of uh, fights before. I was tired. My mind was tired. My my body was tired. Uh, but I I talk obviously I took the to fight because I I do that. I am a fighter. I need to, and I need to fight. So I lost the fight. Then I went to Chile. Supposedly I needed to fight to to Ray Bor, but that fight go down like three times in a row. You know. First in in Texas, then in New York, and then Ray Borg uh, go out to the to the fight because some problem with his uh, kid with his son. So I in that moment I do a a game plan for a wrestler, you know, because Ray bor is amazing. He has good hands, but he's a wrestler, and and he knows that, and everybody knows that. So I, I do a, a training camp for that, specific for a wrestler. But then change change the opponent with a, with a striker guy, a different style of fighter, who is uh, Alexandre Pantoja. He beat me in the, the Ultimate fire, So more pressure, my mind was, was higher again. I feel very different, you know. So I lost my second final round. UFC released me to the company was sad and in that moment it start to start to happen a lot of different bad bad things you know my my i start to lose uh, to lose money you know because the more you need to spend money for in, in the life so i started to lose money uh i had yeah economic uh, economic uh, problems my daughter uh, needed a surgery because he had problems in his stomach you know and Again, UFC caught me, so that moment was very, very bad in my life. And right now, i like, uh, it's, it's funny, you right? know, because eso ya pasó. See,
0: because it's happened. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But in that moment, I was very sad. Sometimes, you know, crying. And, but here I am. When I I meet actually meet my manager, they uh, give me the fight for the title in LFA was very important for me because uh, lfa i we know it's a, it's a smaller company it's a local company but lfa give to the ufc a lot of talent you know a lot of guys to the contender series or the, the ufc directly and i won, won the title and my manager give me another i mean not not just my manager, but he talks with the, with the UFC. And UFC gives me another opportunity to go back to the UFC. And, man, I feel hungry, angry, angry, and with a lot of hungry after that, you know. And that's why I'm here again. And I think right now is different, you know. I I can, I know I can go for the title uh, and be the, the first uh, 100% Mexican uh, champion in
0: the UFC. Okay, I have a few questions with this. The first one okay. is, eh, con, ¿Con tu estado mental, la salud mental tuya cuando pasó eso? porque otra vez uno lo dice, como pre todo el mundo ha tenido los problemas con las carreras, con todo, y, y si yo te cuento, por ejemplo, mi cosa, ah, bueno, pero ahora estás bien y todo. Pero en ese momento, ¿Cuáles fueron los factores que te ayudaron a vos eh, con con tu con tu um, I just asked him how, how he dealt with his mental health. What were the things that allowed him to get through this situation with his mental health? Because we all have problems in our careers or whatnot. And then when you, people look at it in hindsight or they look from the outside, they go, oh, but you're all right now and da-da-da-da-da. So I'm just curious, what were the things that allowed him to get through that?
1: I mean, when everything starts... And in that moment, when I was very sad, you know, uh, some days I don't want even to get up to the to the bed <laughs> to and go, and go train, you know, because I, I, I thought that many things didn't sense.
0: He felt that that things at that point there was no point to do them. There was no there was no point
1: to it. But I don't know. Just in that moment, just get up to the bed to bed and go to the gym. Uh, I was allowed with my family. I was allowed with my both in that moment, two daughters. So I tried to spend a lot of time with a uh, time with them and my wife. And man, that's it. I mean, voy a hablar en español para que lo puedas comprender no tuve no tuve ayuda realmente psicológica o algo así entonces simplemente fue a mi familia fue apoyarme de, de mis compañeros de mi entrenamiento del gimnasio y, y mantenerme mentalmente duro no creo y, y eso es algo que a lo largo de mi carrera me ha ayudado muchísimo la que, que mi mentalidad siempre ha sido muy muy dura y siempre he sabido salir adelante a pesar de la de las malas situaciones
0: okay he said um, he didn't have any psychological uh, coaching or psychological uh, help, per se. But he he lent a lot on his family and lent a lot on his um on on his teammates from the gym and whatnot. But it's something that he's felt that he's always had a mindset that was very sturdy and very resilient that's allowed him to to push through. ¿Siempre um, tuviste mentalidad? Have you always had that mindset desde
1: chico as a child? When I start the sport, you know, because I think uh before to know the, the sport I was very like uh like uh, l- lazy, lazy like lazy
0: see si, bago. Si, si, si. <laughs> you know so he's lazy For before the, the same, sport. You know,
1: yeah, you know, I mean I was trying go 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 home after the school, you know, again it uh, uh, junk food, play video games. I I don't want it to to help in the house, and my my uh, my mom trying to to take me out to my to my room and put me to do to do something in the house or in the company in the business. But when I start the sport, I think. Uh, all my my spirit like a fighter spirit is uh, born on me you know and and then so when i have an, a mad, a bad moment i was i'm trying to stay focused in the final goal you know i i have i have always uh some words in my mind because i say like uh this life is a is a it's a is marathon Life's a marathon. This life is a marathon. So you know that 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 kind of race is, is, is not short, you know, it's long, it's long, and you feel tired and you feel you can you can't do it, but the final goal is the most important, you know. The the the, the final target.
0: The, what what's what's your mom and dad like? Do you, do you get a lot of that mentality from watching them run a business and that? Yes, brother, because
1: when they started his, his business, his uh, piñata business, they are very like poor, <laughs> you know? And actually I, in my in my life i don't have any problem when i was a kid i had i have everything you know like i have like uh, a special gift in Christmas, for example i have like uh, food always you know i i have problems with with my with uh, with my life when i was a kid But, for example my my youngest sister uh, jess you know
0: la la, uh, she, la la tu hermana más grande Exactly, the oldest the oldest sister.
1: Oh, yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. The yeah, oldest, yeah, uh, is... the oldest okay, sister, yeah. 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 My oldest sister, uh, had a, a like a most uh, tough life, like uh, than me. Because she started the company when I, uh, with my parents, you know, even my, the the my middle one brother, my middle brother, uh, had that life too. So, but, I really appreciate all uh, all the work of my parents, you know, because they give me everything they they give me everything, and I always when I grow up, I was watching my parents working too hard to give us everything in their life, so really appreciate that and and
0: you feel that the que vos sacaste la fuerza de esa fuerza mental que ellos han tenido y poder ver la evolución de que por ejemplo no tenían plata, no estaban en una situación fuerte económica, pero siguieron trabajando, siguieron laborando y vos pensás que tenés eso de ellos también así, a lo que vos viste? Definitely. Definitely
1: and and I think I had that uh, mindset in combination with my head coach because I I knew my head coach when I was uh, twelve years old, so I I was very young. So he he gave me a lot of his uh, philosophy of life, you know. So the combination between my parents and my and my my head coach gave me too much power in my life, too much power in my mindset, and. And yes, I mean, I grow up watching my parents working so hard, and i grow up in the sport, watching my head coach working so so hard in the gym or with the other students, with the other fighters. So yeah, that combination was amazing for me. What's
0: so now? What how big are you in? How big are you in Mexico? Co- ¿Cuál es tu la, la posición tuya, por ejemplo, con los otros atletas en México? La gente te conoce así como si vos salís a la calle y eso. ¿Tú, tú? How big are you in Mexico? Is basically what I asked in Spanish. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, a lot of people know me. I mean, it's not it's not crazy, you know. It's not like like all the people around me uh, trying to get some photos, trying to get some autographs, you know. But yeah, like. I, for example, weekends when I go to the restaurant with my family, maybe uh, three or four photos, maybe. Right, right, right. Because right now, I, I, the people, I think, don't understand the situation of, of fighters like, like us, you know. For example, if some guy from the United States wins in the UFC, I mean, it's normal, you know, because UFC has a lot of uh, uh, American fighters, you know. Yes. The same with the Brazilians. I mean, if if a Brazilian fighter wins in the UFC, it's like normal. It's like ah, nice, because UFC has a lot of Brazilian fighters. But in Mexico, we don't have too much fighters in the huge stage in the in the sport, you know. I, right now, we have like a. Uh, less of 10 fighters in the company right now. We have uh, Teco Quiñones, Diabrito Perez, Mugli Benitez, Pantera Rodriguez, we have like eight, like eight fighters in the company. So always when some Mexican fighter wins uh, in the UFC, all the country knows about about that. You know, are, You know, all the people around the sport, because the sport right now is famous, but we need to... To put more uh, fame in the sport in, in in Mexico, you know,
0: but 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 uh, in Mexico, you the 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 dominant sports for the Mexicans are football soccer and um boxing bo- boxeo, um like a uh, a Canelo Alvarez or someone like that. You, you like say for example, if Cain Velasquez and Canelo Alvarez, you wouldn't be able to
1: compare,
0: no? No, no, no. apogeo de Kane, no se puede con el de no,
1: bro. Even in that moment, I think Canelo has a lot of more, more supporters than Cain Velasquez. You know, boxing, boxing in, in Mexico is, 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 is special. It's like, I don't know, with the, the, the main sport in Australia, you know, imagine that sport. That sport is here in boxing in Mexico. Yeah, you know? but
0: times a so, hundred because there's more people in in Mexico than oh, Australia as well. Okay, but I, No, no, no. I mean, te, te digo, lo, lo que yo digo es, no solo es más popular boceo, pero encima hay más gente en México. Entonces, yes, ma, más yes, gente que está, que está en, envuelto en ese, en ese deporte de, del boceo en México. Exactly, yeah, and soccer. I think soccer is first and then it's boxing. and so the the soccer stars in 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 Mexico are they bigger than the soccer than the boxing stars? ¿Cuál tiene
1: más éxito? Good question. Good question. I, I, phew, good question. I don't know. Maybe yes. I mean, I mean, Canelo is is most impor- important than. All the soccer players in Mexico, for example, you know. But we have just one, you know. We have just Canelo, and in the soccer players are too much. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe it's different. Yeah.
0: Can you tell us now what happens? So, where are you right now? What's your like? What's your routine? What happens till the fight? And w- like, to run us through it.
1: I mean, until. Until now, no, I mean...
0: No, the como yeah, since, la, la rutina desde ahora hasta la pelea.
1: Yeah, yeah. So since now it's different because I'm here in Vegas, but the training camp in, in Tijuana, I, I, that's my normal routine. So it's it's wake, waking up uh, like 7 a.m., uh, go to the gym, uh, uh, Mondays and... Wednesdays, I do a, a cl- resting class in my gym. So, I do my resting class. Then I train at 11 a.m. Depends the day. Depends the training. And at and the, af- the afternoon, I, depends the day. Depends the training. and the afternoon, make another training. And then the rest a little bit, train again, and then go go back to my home and take care of my of my kids. So, <laughs> that's why they take care of, of, of kids is a full time work so when i go go to my house I, I can't go directly to rest so i need to take care of my kids a little bit and then take a shower eat my dinner and and rest
0: and and so what happens now el, el que pasa ahora ¿Vos estás en las vegas estás eh, descansando vas al instituto si no puedes contar lo que hacés esta semana what I happens mean, this week? I'm asking. That's
1: all. This this week is very slow. I I I go down with my with my training. You know, bajo mi entrenamiento. See, si. to to get some rest. You know, the the training the training camp is really really hard. And in this moment, I need to recover my body. You know, I I don't know. Maybe for example, la the uh, three weeks ago. I make sparring very bad because I was very tired. My I felt my my arms very heavy. So I need to recover that. Right now I'm I'm doing that. And I don't know. Last last Wednesday I do a, a sparring. A, no, a really hard sparring, but I do a, a with 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 good rhythm sparring and I feel amazing. I feel so different. I feel really, really good. So this week here in the performance institute is just uh, uh, take a lot of uh, physical therapy uh, uh, mental therapy even uh, tr- uh, still train but no really hard just to get some sweat uh, burn some calories and still loss uh, keeping lose weight uh, and that's it uh, waiting to to the quarantine next week
0: how hard is your weight cut a to entrar in en peso
1: um, a little bit. In the last years, I work I, uh, I more muscle and I'm more I, and I'm he- and I'm more heavy right now than, for example, my my last uh, opportunity in the company, the UFC, before they released me. Right now, I'm so the, the cartways is a, a little bit harder. But nothing, nothing really bad, you know. Nothing, nothing really bad. It's, but actually, it's, it's more normal. Before my cutway was really, really easy. Right now, it's, it's like a, a normal cutway.
0: kilos? The fight 57 kilos, no? Yes. ¿Y cuánto, kilo, en México hablan en kilos? In Mexico, kilos,
1: not Yes, but but it's curious because eh, Tijuana is so close. Yeah. To the United States, so we, we talk about pounds.
0: Oh, so you're talking pounds. Okay, that's because yeah. uh, I asked him. So what I asked him was, do you talk in pounds or kilos? Because in Mexico, you're talking <laughs> kilos, right? Mexico, normally
1: it's kilos, yes. But in
0: Tijuana, they talk in, um in Baja California, they talk in pounds. pounds because it's so close to the US. So, At so, least in Tijuana, yes. ¿Y, y, cuánto, y-, y con cuánto peso vos caminas normalmente? How heavy, how heavy is your walk-around weight, I asked.
1: I mean, out of camp, I mean, 150, 151.
0: Okay, como 70 kilos.
1: Eh, almost, yes, like 70, 70 kilos. So and 150, right now, 155. Right now, so right now I'm one
0: in 138. So. am 138, so 62, bueno. algo así.
1: Yeah, something like that, yes.
0: Entonces tenés como 5 kilos para, para, para cut. Para cut. Yeah. Okay, so to it cuts cut. it cuts about five kilos, which is like twelve pounds, which which is a fair bit for importante para un, para una persona chica.
1: Maybe, but I mean, before, again, my my cut weight before was very easy. Easy. I just cut like I was kind of like um, maybe uh, four pounds. Ah,
0: right, right. Like
1: right. one mm, one mm, and a half yeah, kilo. Yeah, yeah. Very very easy, and and right now I think the 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 carb weight is perfect because I can cut like that 2 or 3 kilos and recover myself to the next day and recover weight uh but not too much to feel heavy the necessary to feel amazing to feel fast and, and explosive
0: okay este te voy a preguntar algo este Y, y después te dejo ir. Muchas gracias por, por tu por el <risa> tiempo. Lo, lo aprecio mucho. O sé sea que yo sé que no gracias, no, es, no no es eh, fácil hacer estos estos entrevistas así. Entonces muchas muchas gracias te digo. Pero quiero saber algo. ¿Cuándo empieza el día de la pelea para vos? Y el qué pasa el, en el día de la pelea. Por ejemplo, yo he entrevistado a otra gente que me dice el día de la pelea empieza la semana antes, la noche antes, 10 minutos antes. Pero después quiero saber también el que está pasando en tu mente cuando vos estás ahí atrás y entran y te dicen Brandon, cinco minutos. Five el, minutes. Sí, y el que, que empieza en tu cabeza. Ahora lo voy a decir en inglés y si vos puedes contestarlo. So I asked, nice. him, I asked him, can you explain to us what happens on fight day? When is fight day for you? Um, does it start a week before? Does it start the night before? Um, different people that I've interviewed have said different things. Uh, Cedric Dumbe, who's fighting in glory for defending the belt, I asked him, he said it started the week before. And then I want to know what it is that Brandon's mind goes to when they walk in and they say five minutes. And also, I thank him very much for doing this because, man, this is this guy's about to fight, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> si, por favor, if you can answer that.
1: I mean, maybe they... You know all the the concentration start you know when uh, when it start five week you'll take take us to uh, to the hotel in tuesday normally in pandemic or no pandemic uh, the five weeks start in in tuesday you'll take take us to the hotel that day so everything start in that moment but the day the five day everything changed you know i, st- I start to feel something different and when it's time to go to go down to the lobby because you you need to go to the lobby and take the bus and they, they take you to the arena uh, before to do that i put my like uh, my sunglasses i put my headphones and I disconnect my mind to Brandon Moreno and the other guy coming and in that moment until the fight does uh brandon moreno don't don't exist <laughs> this other guy, so that's it, I think that's my 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 mm-hmm. transformation to the fight in that moment, the fight starts for me.
0: What goes through your mind when they come in and they say to you? Five minutes and you're behind that black curtain and you're about to make the walk.
1: I don't know, man. This is the other guy. I I, I don't I don't I'm not in that in that place in that place.
0: So it's not you, he's saying yeah. it's it's not me. Uh-huh, exactly.
1: It's the other guy and I don't know what, ha- what happened with him.
0: ¿Vos realmente no te you really don't remember? Like you don't but realmente vos te sentís como otra persona. you really feel like another person. Yes,
1: I have like uh, some ideas. I like, tengo como memorias a veces, but
0: it's small memories. It's, yeah,
1: but no, I don't have like uh, all this the situation in my mind. I don't have one.
0: Entonces, como es como que vos realmente es otra persona. It's really like you split and you're a different person. Definitely. Okay, mira. Yes, Brendan, te voy a dejar ir. We're going to let you go. Man, un abrazo muy grande ahí. Quiero lo mejor para tú y tu familia. Y un abrazo a toda la gente que habla hispana que está, está puede estar escuchando, mirando. Pero, man, te deseo toda la mejor suerte y o- ojalá que te vaya todo bien.
1: Hermano, muchas gracias. No, no la verdad es que un, un gusto hablar contigo y, y gracias por el espacio. Por ahí
0: también, okay, También por tu tiempo. Okay, so I said thank you very much. He said thank you. All right. Un placer, Brandon. Te, te vamos a ver oh, pe- yeah. pelear. Okay, chao, chao. Muchas gracias. You can, you can say,
1: Brandon Rebel, I
0: love you. <laughs> Brandon Moreno, I love you, mate. Take care. Ahora un abrazo. Muchas gracias. Chao, chao.